No, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Wah, wah, wah. Dang, we gotta uh, stop being Skype loyalists and go over to Zoom. That's crazy. Yeah. You can still see me though, right? Yeah, I can see you. Cool. First, I got married to money. First, I got married to money. Then I fell over that dirt. First, I got married to money. You know, I fell over the dirt. I still know, I still know, I still know. The clip got a hole like a third. I got my click in the rivers in this. Like a nigga wearing jerseys. Like a nigga wearing jerseys. I get love wearing jerseys. Crying rage, crying rage. Crying for a minute, man. Couple couples Caught the wave, ain't surfing. Caught the wave, ain't surfing. You do what you want when you pop it. Hey! You do what you want when you pop it. Oh, man, I love it. You do what you want when you got it. <laughs> the best part is we didn't coordinate that intro, but I've been listening to some of uh, "What a Time to Be Alive" this week as as it is. That's, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> nah, that shit that shit feel good coming in, man. Yeah, man. Uh, this is the first time we were actually finna be um, current when we say we're gonna be current. <laughs> it's it's a good feeling. We're right there. Yeah. Yeah, y'all gonna hear this shit on Wednesday. We dropping every Wednesday from here on out. Uh, we didn't really have a day because we had so many damn episodes in a tuck, and uh, never really made sense to tell y'all shit because it was kind of like obscure. <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Niggas dropping five episodes in one day, like, <laughs> like yeah, boy, so I can't wait for episode thirteen. Oh, thirteen through seventeen. What? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, man, you know, just a little celebration. Um, but fuck, man. All right. Let me get my... Yeah. This should be a short intro today, but <laughs> rituals is rituals. Yep. Let's go. All right. How you feeling, man? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Uh, starting this five-day cleanse. I'm on day two. It's been sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there yeah. thinking. I was like, when's the last time I just didn't have any meat one day, like, on purpose? I don't. I can't even think. So, yeah, yesterday there was no meat involved. A bunch of smoothies and my midday snack was asparagus and almonds, so yeah. Yesterday was really fun. Um, the the smoothie you had today, what was in it? I got mango, kale, mm-hmm. maca root mm-hmm. powder. Um, mm. How much maca you taking? Just a <laughs> teaspoon. Okay. <laughs> kale, mango, maca root, half a banana. Uh, oat milk, then just oh, and then almond butter. I think that was all that was in this one. Okay, yeah, I usually do like banana, mango, and spinach. Mm-hmm. Maybe some strawberries or like some type of berry if I got it. Um, when you eat like that, spinach is like key because it gives you that uh iron so you don't be fucking tired. Yeah, no, I definitely was before I had the because that was my dinner smoothie yesterday, was the one that had spinach in it. And before I had it, I almost fell asleep at like eight o'clock i just was like exhausted i was like oh man i didn't need more uh because i think i knew which were my sources of protein throughout the day but i think i just didn't have enough of them like the the almonds and 
uh, whatever. So I was like, yeah, I, I think I just needed a lot more of some of these things. But I mean, I didn't feel bloated. Like I'm sure my body's clearing out toxins yeah. slowly. But yeah, definitely sad to say it's kind of, I mean, you know, when you're like hangry, as they say, sometimes it comes down to you need something like, or not need, but like, usually it'll come down to let me just get some like something with meat in it or something with cheese in it, something that's yeah. not necessarily. And so like, you get used to that over the course of <clears throat> your whole life or whatever. Yeah. Being, a, being an athlete, you tend to lean towards certain snacks or whatever. Especially, and, yeah. Yeah, so then it's like, it was a good test of patience also to like, just not be trying to find some meat or cheese-based snack throughout my day. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, get a handful of almonds, get a glass of water and chill out. So I don't know. I think uh, after five days, I'll come out on top. Not only just my body feeling better. I think my mind will feel good too, having this patience with everything. Yeah. Um, I think this is your first time doing something like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause uh, when you said, Oh, I'm making a smoothie. I was like, Oh shit. I'm not even going to rush you. Cause you can't, you can't like not. And uh, when I do that, the smoothie to me is like the biggest thing because it offsets the whole day. Like even now when I'm eating meat, I would rather drink a like a big ass smoothie because it's like, all right, like I'm nourished, but I might be like hungry in like two hours, but I don't need to fucking eat like three McDoubles. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because, yeah, it's a different type of full feeling. It's it's satiated. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, um, no, that's good, man. I would like to see you do a longer one, but you got to do the short ones to get work yourself up for the long ones, because at the longer ones, I think you become more organized because you have to be. Yeah, that too. Like the way you prep ingredients and uh, shit, the way you prep the week. <laughs> like, <laughs> that too, because like it's like I can't just keep like cleaning my damn uh, blender every five minutes because I I'm just lucky that I'm starting on the two days that I'm off work. Like I'm not. No. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to yeah, I have to prep in a different way. The other days like, the other days I'm actually eating food and not just making a bunch of shakes all day. But yeah, I I realize I'm like, man, you gotta prep the food differently than you would just making sandwiches all day or whatever. And there's definitely like an extra thirty minutes just to not be hungry for the next three to four hours. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, man, that's 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 dope. And I didn't. Um, o- I didn't overly tweak things. Like I traded. I think t- I'm supposed to have gazpacho for lunch today or something. But I just got a is light that a soup. Yeah, it's some form of soup. But I was like, I just want to. So I, I just grabbed some other soup that I'm familiar with. But other than that, I didn't really tweak it too much. It's a pretty, pretty good diet plan. I'm looking forward to actually eating a chicken burger tonight for dinner and not having a shake for dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I feel. I feel. My body definitely feels good, but my head, I think I'm like, yeah, definitely not used to doing nothing like this on purpose. <laughs> so I think my body's like, bro, where's the beef? What's, what's going on? You probably going to start to adjust to it by the time it's over. Um, that's why I say I think the longer ones would be interesting for you because then it's like you get used to it and then it's like, oh, but I can eat the shit that I miss. And then you eat it and you're like, damn, this shit is heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll keep you posted on how I feel as far as that goes. But yeah, I, I won't be surprised that. At the end of the week, I'm used to just having lighter, not so greasy <laughs> foods yeah. and all that. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, how you been? Uh, same old same. Um, I told you about it Friday. Like, you know me, nigga, I'm going to work. 
<laughs> like, if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to work. And Friday was just, like, on paper, like, the day leading into, like, a weekend full of, like, productivity and, like, getting shit done. Driving Lyft, like, they had all these incentives. And, like, I was like, bet, like, I just booked this client. I'm probably going to make, like, $300 this weekend. Like, you know, work on this, do that. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to kill this shit. And, like, mm-hmm. I started Friday. I started driving to Midtown, which is, like, a layup for money. And it just felt like every time I would drive somewhere, the ride would change. Mm. And so Lyft did that for like 30 minutes. Like I drove for 30 minutes, two people, and then they would switch the ride out to somebody else. Now have new directions. A lot of times on a highway going the opposite direction. So you already know what that fucking looks like. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this. Like I should have dropped somebody off by now. I haven't even eaten breakfast because I was trying to get the last tail end of the morning ride. So I just said, fuck y'all. And I shut the app off. Um, cause there was incentives later. And, um, I found this restaurant that I like been looking for since I moved to Atlanta. Cause I found it like once when I was a PA on this TV show and, um, I never seen it again. So I was like, bet this is perfect. Turn the app back on, got like two rides. And then I kind of ran into the same thing. And I was just like, well, fuck this. Cause I have business things to do. I'm probably gonna make like 20, $30. Like the things that I have to do, are like more valuable in that aspect of like what I do with the next two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And that just led me on like another whirlwind of like trying to be responsible and like my life just getting fucked. Like I paid a bill off in full that I was supposed to be paying off for another three months, tried to offset the, the payment with money. The ATM ate that money. The bank couldn't refund my money. So now I have like a credit and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that my shit didn't go in a negative and then I'm just quitting for the whole fucking weekend. And it was great, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no one to call it a day stuff like that just keeps piling up is, uh, is major. Yeah, I, I called it at like 1130, 12, which is still pretty early. Like you could wake up at 12 and still have a really productive day. Oh, yeah. So um, I was like, fuck this. And I went home. I played DBZ fighter for hours. I think I played a couple games of Apex. I just felt so good just stopping, like, just not doing shit. Um, yeah, you need you need that sometimes. Yeah, and I just that's just not in me. And uh, my friend was like, "I've never seen you like lay around this much. Are you are you good? Are you sick?" I'm like, "No, I'm just resting. I'm always this tired. I just never allow myself to rest this long." You know? <laughs> it's like you sick, nigga. I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> I'm just being human today. So, um, yeah, man, it was cool. I ended up going to the movies, um, and I saw Tenet, which was really good. Um, nice. So, yeah, I didn't expect it to be that good. Hmm. But, yeah. I definitely want to check it out. I'm kind of iffy about the theater scene, especially around these parts, but I I miss it. <laughs> no, I don't. So, like, yeah, I'm, I just love going to the movies. And um, I think that was, like, some of the first, like, intimate time i think i had with my dad that i could remember he would mm-hmm. like take us all to the movies and like you can pick whatever movie you want to go see so like i think just the movie experience has always been like something i valued and then like my dad like bought like these entertainment systems and shit they would like shake the whole house and it was only for movies you know what i mean like yeah. so um yeah i just love going and so when i heard it was open i was like bet and then i was like oh this is a new movie fuck it and so, yeah, I don't go to the club. 
I don't do hookah club lounges or no shit. I'm like, eh. Niggas is really wildin'. I think I could motherfucking, you know, sit alone in the theater. Yeah. Re- yeah, relative to what everybody else is <laughs> risking like, this if, shit if for. this takes me out, like, fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to Cancun or all of this other shit. So. Really turning up. But yeah, man, let's uh, let's get into what you listened to this past week. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start from the from the top top down because my favorite song of the week. I think everybody needs to be put onto it. Uh, so I don't know. If, are, are you a Baby Keem fan? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, he dropped a two pack. One was a freestyle, but then the other one, um, he actually had a song in a video with it. It's called Hooligan. And I think that was like the best song of the week. Um, not even just for me. I feel like all the the drops I heard, I was like, yeah, this is this is the one. I don't know what made him drop it now, but he chose the right time. It's it's when, fire. When did you uh, send me that? Because I remember seeing the video and everything, but I didn't watch it. It had to have been Friday, maybe uh, Friday or Saturday. Well, yeah. I didn't find the video until Saturday. <laughs> So, yeah, I think I was just on my fuck everything. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I'm looking here. Yeah, I think I sent it to you Saturday. But no, Hooligan is fire. Um, it's actually yeah, I funny. Be- I really was bouncing around, like, artists that I already like. Because, you know, sometimes when we're getting prepped for the show, I get into a habit of always trying to go forward, find new stuff. But then I was like, oh, yeah, I do like other songs that I already know. So, I, you know, I shuffled some of my old music, too. Um, I actually listened to more of uh, Leanne LaHavis, that, uh, the woman you had played for us last week. Mm-hmm. So I think I like her covers more than I like her music, but her voice is still really good. And But that goes back to that point I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah her covers were just, because there's like two more besides the one that you played for us, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, her voice is really good, but some of the... I think her album, like... It didn't feel like it was going anywhere. It felt like there were, like, seven songs that were just, like, smushed together. It didn't feel like there was, like, a story being told or, like, a sound that she was trying to portray. It was just kind of smushed together. Like, hey, I can sing. Here's, you know, some songs. Like, I don't know, but... um, Yeah. That was their... Yeah, Hooligan would have to be number one of the week. The video is kind of cool, too. Yeah, um, I got it uh, pulled up. I could play a little bit. Yeah, go for it. I get the towel, I skeet up. Swearing through lanes, I am limitless. project dude i'm si- yeah if he's coming out like this <laughs> i cannot flow with no corny bitch i give him 10 and be done with it i learned that shit from 
Yeah, if I could get a whole project that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I played with some of his other stuff, um, and it was cool. But I like this like dark kind of, and it sounds more produced. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so, definitely yeah. getting into the right rooms. Cause even the even the freestyle on this two pack was pretty cool. Like his the the hook he was trying to do was so funny, but. I don't know. I, I think he's he's in his bag right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that it for you? No, there's actually this other. So there's this song that I found called 12, <laughs> 1234 AM. Mm-hmm. But I found both. Oh, I don't know if there's only two, but I found two versions of it. And I was like, oh, I feel like people might like one or both of these. These are kind of tight. Um I found like a chopped and screwed version of it and I was like wait there's a lot of names on this this, there must, this must be not the original but yeah it's called 1234 AM um, let me see if the yeah 1234 AM and it's featuring Billy Lamos Mac. there's like a bunch of people on here but I just found a chopped and screwed in like the original so I was like they're, they don't sound anything alike but Oh, yeah, so it's Maxwell Young and Omar Apollo are the feature artists, but it's by mm-hmm. Billy Billy Lemos. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Omar, you probably you might have heard of Omar Apollo's song. Yeah, um, I probably heard the song, but just by name. Yeah. But no, that was really tight. There's two versions of it. I don't think they're titled any differently, but yeah, there's like a... Oh, maybe Billy made two versions himself because I see his name on the front of it for both. But anyway, that was tight. Um, I didn't really listen to any like long projects, really. But um, yeah, other than that, there's a song called Lightyear by Kyle Lux that I liked. Uh, Full Speed by Jack James. But the Jack is spelled J-V-C-K instead of Jack. Uh and then Sprague Street by Mick Jenkins was the last highlight of my listening this week. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I'll, um, I'll list all those out in the show notes. But yeah, those are my my highlights. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I've been listening to a lot. Um, we didn't talk about that uh, Maluko Maluko songs by Sango. I think last week that I've been like bumping. Um, it's like the little mix. Oh yeah, no, that was really tight. Yeah, you can put that one a little bit. Yeah, this is this is a good song. It's great. It's really simple. It's not too much more than this. There's a couple little breakdowns. yeah um and that just led me to like my whole liked you know songs because i I never really fucked with it and a lot of songs i liked i liked on accident prior to us doing a podcast and so i was going to listen to that song and i was like man spotify is really like knocking it out the park with this playlist i love all these songs (laughs) and i'm like oh this is my shit like (laughs) 
don't know. I just feel like between like that and like you trying to teach me how to like play Apex, I've just been feeling like an old ass parent. Um, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, uh, I listened to a lot of Ari Lennox. I think this week and last week, and then um, I think just doing this and like preparing for it and like thinking about it, <clears throat> I um, find myself thinking about our musical tastes and like how they like mesh and different and like how I'm like you probably like this even though I don't like this, and um, I was thinking about that jazz album you sent me and uh, my friend Akash who's like a jazz musician he makes beats now too but he was mm-hmm. out here and we saw the pianist from uh, Snarky Puppy. And um, his name is Bill Lawrence. And mm-hmm. as I got Spotify pulled up, I see somebody is listening to that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was like, yo, I listened to this too this week. And he's probably like, what the fuck? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you um, like Billy Lawrence? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nigga, who told you I was listening to that? <laughs> um, but I listened to him, and I think I'm going to send you some of his jazz. Um, but he has this... Uh, this project and um it's like live at the union chapel but this is his number one song on spotify and it's really good mm. And it kind of continues, and it does all the shit that, you know, jazz music does. But it's just, like, some real reflective shit. Um, nice. Sounds like the beginning of a documentary type of thing. No, I like that. Uh-huh. And so, um... What was the title of that one again? I, I don't know what that album is. <clears throat> or is this from that album? Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So it's part of the album, Live at the Union Chapel, Bill oh, Lawrence. Okay. Um and it's good, and I like live jazz albums anyway, because I like to hear like the applause and like I don't know, you get like little speeches and shit like that. Yeah. So um, that was pretty cool. And then I listened to uh, Angelica Hood right again for the umpteenth time, and uh, I think that is probably album of the year for me. Really? It's, it's in the running. I have to like review what all came out. And then I also realized I was a stan and uh for Kenny Mason's. It's nice. I haven't been a stan in such a long time. Uh I I I agree. I feel like I have the same level of fanhood. Like I appreciate everything that comes out. Um I've been listening to Nike too a lot by him. It's been coming in my shuffle a lot. Mm. You you like you know you know that song? That one? Uh it was like pre the project, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually started listening to to some of his other shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, that one. Yeah, I know this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I realized I was a stand when I was debating why I felt like he was so good with nobody. <laughs> like, I was just preparing an argument in my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I would love to see him live. There's like a short list of people that once, you know, things get back to normal. Like, yeah, I would definitely hope this is one of the earlier shows that I get to see. Yeah. He, he, I, he's one of them on that short list. He's got some lyrics I need to yell at the top of my voice. And yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Metal Wings live would be nuts. Yeah. He's got this song that I've been trying to find that he performed. And it's like one of those like Drake re- introspective songs. Mm. And because uh, I've been piecing together his story. And I'm like, so he got shot at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it changed shit. But I've been trying to like make sense of it. I'm like, was he. Because. Listening to the music, I get good kid mad city vibes slash like I'm in the streets because my nigga in the streets, but like also I was kind of homeless or whatever the fuck. So I'm just always trying to like figure out what type of nigga this is. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't feel like we got a lot to talk about today. Let's see. And if you could like see the visual, it's like all in slow motion and it is just like some gritty ass concert shit. Oh, it's a video to it? Yeah, so it just kind of gives you more insight to like the, because I feel like every other, because I feel like a lot of rappers, um, they try to allude to like some street shit because they really went in the streets. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like he always kind of alluded around being shot, but I guess he already made that song, so he don't feel the need to, like it's already off his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to me, that kind of made a lot more shit make sense. Cause I'm like, did you really like in the streets? Like, da 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 da. Cause it's a lot of niggas who be like, they don't say, I'll shoot you, but they say some shit like, you don't want to see this adrenaline. Right, All my right, niggas right. got guns. 
all my <laughs> niggas do X, Y, and Z. So it's just like, I mean, I get it. Like, you don't want to say I'm in the street or whatever. But it, so, yeah, I kind of always got those vibes. So it, that just really kind of whatever for me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And I think the way he told told the story, too, um, it wasn't aggressive. It was in a manner yeah. of, yeah, it was very reflective and. Yeah, like, I think to me, it was just like, yeah, this ain't Mario Kart, but I seen shells flying. I felt my chest tighten. I thought it was sweat, but I'm seeing red, like, fuck, why didn't I take a left? Like, yeah, I think that's the thought that I was like, damn, I should have made that left. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where niggas was shooting, but it's like, like, Mm -hmm. scary. And like, you know, I've always been in a situation where it's like, yeah, niggas was shooting, but I was kind of like far enough away i mean bullets travel but you know i felt like i wasn't in the jam i was just around the jam and that yeah. shit is still kind of like terrifying so i couldn't imagine that shit is like directed at you and it's like damn what the fuck why didn't i do that and it's like that's the shot that's the thing that's going through your head is like that was some dumbass shit like you know <laughs> yeah so i don't know man it just yeah i'm 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 waiting and then i think about like angelic hood rat is like an album if it got the push or even if it was just like on the radio or like like if hit was on the radio and then that came out like what would that do or you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and it could be because i don't really listen to the radio but i feel like people consistently ask me like what is this and the only niggas who i know see it is like niggas from south band which i still don't get but yeah <laughs> like i'm like this, this makes no sense to me but um mm. but yeah that's those are my music takes for the week. It's a pretty yeah. light week. Yeah, and all that covers it for me. Um, we can switch off to anime slash television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I finished uh, Monster Masume. Oh, boy. Yeah, season one. <laughs> what, are your yeah. thoughts on, what are your thoughts now that you closed uh, credits on that one? Um, excuse me. It's uh it's pretty cool. I notice I don't like to eat and watch it. I don't know what that's about. It just makes my stomach feel queasy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was eating anytime I was watching it anyway, but I don't think I was ever really like I don't think it ever off put me. I think it just had me like there was like shock value every episode, but I never was just like Ugh. until the the spider got involved. I was cool off off that, but yeah. Um, but all in all, it's pretty cool show. Um, horny as hell. I I don't think I have too many thoughts. Uh, it's only so much you can really take from it. Yeah, I think we did it to death. I mean, I I was kind of excited to see where like those death threats were gonna go. Hmm. I would have liked to seen that get a little bit more serious than. Oh, I just wanted him to make a decision. (laughs) I, uh, somebody on TikTok posted like, uh, well, he has like a series of shows in that category. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, not all with monsters, but just shows are just like over the top, like fan service anime. So I was like, hmm. Cause uh, it was funny. Monster Masume wasn't even on like his like first couple of videos. It's on like his, uh, anime that are like this part six or something. I was like, huh, mm-hmm. that's funny. 
Like he had five other videos of <laughs> of suggestions. Like Jesus Christ, there's a whole genre I didn't even know about. Oh man, they're probably a lot more doable without the monster aspect. Yeah, if I don't know a lot it, without, I, without it. I think it made me rethink hentai, hentai and like you know because I think it's easy for people to be like oh that's some weird shit like da 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 but like I've you know, set with somebody who don't watch anime and I'm like, they're like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Cause I mean, even as somebody who watches anime, I'm like, yo, this is wild. Cause anime is wild sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like this is wild. And they just kind of were like, I was like, you like it. I was like, no. I was like, but you would watch it again. She's like, I mean, only if you're watching it. And it's just like, I think people will watch it if they had an excuse to watch it. Like, you don't want to be the motherfucker watching this shit for the sake of watching. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I think in that regard, it's kind of cool because it's like, uh, like yeah, these are like animations or whatever. But, like, it does make motherfuckers horny and people just like sex, like, period. Um, True. So, I I think it's kind of cool in that aspect. Um, but, yeah. It's just so fucking weird, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't expect them to bring in a couple more monsters after the spider, because they brought in like that the the forest person and like there's like two others I forget, but and I I'm didn't thinking expect it to really go there. And I'm thinking too, like, cause I don't like I've looked at hentai, but I'm like not into it or whatever. But I feel like. Like, if I watch some porn, I'm probably going to watch porn and, like, jack off. But, like, if I watch that show, I'm going to want to have sex. And I feel like that is. No, I actually get exactly what you're saying. It yeah, kinda like, I feel like that... It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like an appetizer as yeah. opposed to, like, yeah, sitting down to watch real people. It's like, all right, this is what I came for. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to yeah. get it done. But then that, it's like, just, it's like. 60 40 uh actually just a entertainment but in the 60s like enticing <laughs> yeah like, hmm, it's like it's like this so isn't in- doing it for me but i'm very i'm very ready to get ready to go <laughs> yeah it's like i can't jack off after watching this and i don't know why it's like i need i need the real thing now so i think it's kind of cool in that aspect too because it's like if i watch even just like a movie where they're like doing it, I'm like, all right, I could time to go jack off, but it's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Um, I don't know if I watched anything else. Oh, I watched High Score. Uh, before we, oh, I guess that's more. Cause I, yeah, yeah, because I only have one anime anyway, so then we can talk about High Score, but um. Yeah, so I started Backstreet Girls on Netflix, mm-hmm. and the premise of that, uh, there's these guys in the Yakuza, and their boss got in a situation where they needed to get a lot of money fast, and he was like, this is all episode one, first couple minutes, mind you. Like He's like, I can either sell your organs, or you guys can become pop stars, and we can make money doing that. And they're like, uh, okay. So since it's just over the top, they like get sex changes and become girls 
and they become pop stars. They have a hit song, and then they just like are forced to stay in this pop star life. And it's just the show is a fucking joke. Like, it's, wait, like, so it, it's it, guys who become women? Yeah, and so dog, yes. Yeah. So this is perfect because I'm definitely gonna make yeah. it. You already you, know where I'm going with this. Uh huh. <laughs> And you're hearing their thoughts, like, let's say, like, they have, like, an autograph signing and, like, dudes are like, I bought the album a hundred thousand times because I love you guys. And, like, to his face, they're like, oh, my God, thank you. You're so amazing. And in their head is like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? <laughs> and and the, those are the, that's the dub. Like, it's, you know, uh, they do say fuck a lot and all that stuff. So they're like, what the fuck is wrong with these dudes? Like, huh? Like, <laughs> And they're dealing with like asshole like photographers who are like show us your your tits and all this kind of stuff and they're trying to fight they're trying to not like beat the hell out of everybody that's annoying them because they're th- these girls but they're actually you know uh in the gang and they're strong and shit and they're trying to hold back and it's just really silly and over the top and yeah and then like bitches they're... calling my phone they're on the phone I'm a pop star not a <laughs> yeah I'm gonna yeah, have to just... make that little meme real quick <laughs> bro it's yeah you have to it's over the top and I don't think I've heard anybody talk about it but yeah it's just like what is going on and uh yeah so even stuff like the manager He's tr- he's got to keep what's going on from his wife, and so she thinks she's like, is he cheating on me? Like, what is he doing? Like, like home gone, gone away from home, extra time, and all this kind of stuff. And then she hires like a private investigator to you know pull up on him, whatever. And they see him in this hotel room, and like one of the pop star girls is like on her knees in front of him, so they think he's getting head or whatever. But she's like just training and they just happen to be standing in an awkward spot and it's actually a dude and there's just so many layers to what people don't know and it looks bad and he's got to deal with his wife and it's just it's just really over the top and silly like so yeah it's it's, it's wild bro <laughs> yeah it definitely doesn't lack for entertainment but yeah it's just it's so silly and mm. the only one thing i put it as a con but it's not really a there's nothing wrong with it but i guess it's more of a question so uh, I'm listening or I'm watching the dub and the characters say Aniki when they should say bro because if Gurren Lagann served me right Aniki means bro or is a way you can say bro but in the dub they say Aniki instead of saying bro hmm. so I've never really noticed that another show where they say like the Japanese word instead of just saying what they're saying in like English. they're saying bro in Japanese yeah uh, I think that's kind of I wouldn't I don't know, but that could just be like slang. Like that could just be like the Americanization of shit. And I was watching this video like a lot of words. I mean, obviously they I'm sure they have a word for bro, but um, they do. It was that's a, why I was confused. They're saying it in the dub, well, like every yeah. like literally everything else is English, but they're like, dang Aniki instead of dang bro. I'm just like, huh? Yeah, that could just be like some like more current slang shit. Like uh, we're gonna say bro instead of Aniki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's something to it. Like, um, I know Japan doesn't have a lot of Japanese words, like not a not not a lot, but like a lot of shit. Like elevator, like they don't have a word for it. They just say like elevator, like some prefixes or suffixes or whatever. And I think it could just be kind of like, what is that? That's not imperialism or whatever. Whatever the fuck it is, when like 
our culture just overtakes other shit and becomes like cool or whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I mean, it goes in all directions. I mean, we don't have a word for certain foods that other countries. Exactly. You just, just got to say the what the fuck the food is. So. Um, no, but I mean, bro is like. I mean, everybody has a term for a, a friend. <laughs> like it's like the offshoot yeah, of, but of the the offshoot of sibling. I I think that's kind of. But is it his brother? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, nah, but like look at Gurren Lagann. They weren't brothers, but they they would say Aniki, and then the the subtitles would say bro. So I'm like, oh okay, that's that's fine. Well, I guess it, I just think about it. Like I don't know. I have to watch it, and you know, I, I don't even be. Fucking keeping no sub on like that, so I'm the worst person to ask. But I mean, like niggas didn't say bro for a long time. We were saying bruh, and we was very opposed to bro. Like shit yeah. just changes. But shit I mean, just the, changes. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like they have a Japanese word, but I just feel like it just could be like the new slang. Yeah, I'm sure somebody has an answer, but yeah, that was just something I noticed, but. The show overall is hilarious and wild. No, this is perfect because I wanted something new to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Is it a Netflix anime or is it just on Netflix? Uh, it says Netflix original in the intro, so. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's talk high score, man. Uh, that right. doc really had my attention this week. Uh, I really, really, Did you really enjoyed it? it. Yeah, it was It was only six episodes. Um, yeah, the first two were really good. Um, the third, I, 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 I watched half of the role playing one. I'm just to be honest with you. Um, okay. No, I, I, I could see where it didn't have the same entertainment factor, but no. I, it, was, it was necessary to put together. The, it was. For me, for me, I was like, oh, this is how all this kind of started rolling together. I think that's why I was fine with even the most boring parts. Cause like, this is so cool. Like I'm, I didn't understand the hype behind certain genres or where certain things started or whatever, whatever. So I thought it was really good. No, it it was cool. I think it was just kind of like once we talked about like what we were going to consume, I was just like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm like, I don't think we're going to talk too much about this anyway. Uh, So I just get like halfway through. I was like, nah, because the first two episodes were so damn good. Um. Uh, um, (laughs) Jerry Lawson, man, that's what, I, I didn't know anything about that guy. Oh, um, uh, the black dude? Yeah, the black yeah. dude who made it so you can have multiple cartridges in a thing. And he was just, this was just a side project he was working on in the garage. Fucking go. Just fucking around. Like he, he changed the fucking he cha- game. He, like, changed, he changed the game. Yeah. Pun intended. Like, oh, man. <laughs> oh. His, cra- his coworkers are just like, oh, what you working on, bro? Like, <laughs> like that's so crazy. But then, of course, you know, the way the world works, uh, Atari snatched it or whoever snatched it up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, he needs to be, like, memorialized in some way. Yeah. Because I'm like, that one lawyer, dude, he got to be Kirby. Like, we need to do something for Jerry <laughs> <Yeah>. Lawson. <laughs> we need to do something for Jerry Lawson. <laughs> like, Give a Jerry Lawson award for, like, innovation in gaming or some shit. Something. Hell Yeah. That's usually the default is a damn award. Yeah. Right? Like, damn. No, yeah. No, fuck it. We going to start it. I don't know how, but we going to start giving out the dream. Because who's the, who's the most famous person that got robbed was what, Tesla? Because didn't he, like, not get credit for a bunch of shit? 
but yeah. It, but his name is on a bunch of stuff now. So yeah, Lawson needs uh, his name on something. Mm-hmm. Some type of innovation award. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's hard. Cause yeah, you, man. Like think about like we could have done that shit for like another ten years, and how would that have changed so much shit? Mm-hmm. Like it would have delayed. Yeah, it would have delayed a lot of things. I think if they never figured out how to do that. I don't know, man. I think that's the thing that I like about these stories, because so much shit that is like ingrained in culture is like, mm-hmm. eh, eh, it's kind of cool. Like, eh, it'll go away. Or like, Nick saying gaming was a bubble. Like, bubbles exist. Like, don't get it twisted. Everything is gonna have a bubble, and it it's gonna pop at some point. But look at this shit now. Yeah, to even think that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to even think that it was only going to be a fad at any point, like, nah. And I think it's just hard to, like, we we, we got to, like, do this series justice and, like, probably come back with more fleshed out thoughts. But because mm-hmm. um, I still got, like, one more episode to go. But I think, like, even just the early gaming tournaments and shit, like. Oh, that was super cool. Like. It, re- it reminded me of, like, that Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, um. What's that other nigga name? Dennis Rodman conversation we were having was like, without these tournaments, like these niggas was just a raw ass nigga mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't think, huh, I could do something with this. It's just like, no, I don't really know how good I am. Like, oh, dude, who won the uh, yeah. fucking yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, star star Space Invaders tournament. Like, it was like, yeah, we never, I never really thought about. It. I was just like. This is kind of cool. And it was just kind of like, yeah, I, I beat the tournament. I was like, oh, shit, I'm good. And then it was just like, yeah, we played this game for four hours. Like, none of us lost. You could just hear us all, you know, going at it. And they just had to stop the fucking tournament. <laughs> 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 Them kids would have been in there for hours. Yeah. So that's so funny. Like, the, I mean, nowadays, the interconnectivity of everything, like, if I score 10,000 on a Crash Bandicoot game, I can hop on the internet and see the high scores. I can see the world record. Or, or not even the internet, but just like on the PlayStation, I can probably see other people's scores on something. And then you can see, oh, I, I kind of suck. This dude scored 5 million. Like, I thought my 10,000 was tight. Like, whatever. Yeah. But in the 80s, to be playing a game and getting these high scores, be like, hmm, that was fun. And not realize that, like, can't nobody see you like that's yeah. <laughs> like nobody can touch you in this fucking game and you just had no idea because there's no way to really communicate like yeah that kind of stuff was so mind-blowing and i loved it like some of the people who was just like raw like i don't know man it's just kind of like so many stories of like yeah i was cold-blooded at that shit and then i just fucking went to work and then i just happened to Stumble into an opportunity and now I ain't working no more. I'm playing fucking games like fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. you niggas. Oh <laughs> like, uh, wait, did you you saw the oh so you've seen the Street Fighter episode and everything, right? Yeah, I finished it. I like that dude a lot who um he was really good at Street Fighter too. He didn't even realize or I mean I, no, he actually kinda saw his own potential because he realized he had to get a job to make money to go to the tournament. And pretty much prove that he's the best in Japan. I was like, that's hard. Like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I have no money, but I'm really fucking good at this game. Because he was saying that the, the dude who used to pay him or pay for him to play 
after school didn't even pay for him anymore because he was whooping his ass. He's like, nah, you got to pay for yourself at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving you 50 cents to come whoop my ass after school every day. Yeah, man. It's just, I don't know, like <clears throat> that whole like, and just to find these niggas who were just like great before it was even like a thing. I think it's just so dope. Um, I feel like this was a lot of like pre-production and work, but yeah, like what are the chances that like, you know, at this job, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to do sales. And they're like, hey, you need to play games every day, nonstop. Like what? <laughs> no, that that story was really cool about that guy who was just looking for a summer job. Yeah. And it, yeah, that was cool. But I, I think I it's so funny. Like, I, I think I had an understanding of how horrible that job would actually be. Like, as soon as they started talking about it, I was like, no, that sounds horrible. Bunch of little 12 year olds calling in like, how do you get past this boss? I don't get it. Ah. Like, no, nah, yeah. that's That sounds fucking miserable. I mean, I get it. You're playing games and like just trying to help people. Like, that's relatively pretty cool for any other summer job you might compare to like delivering pizzas and shit. But nah, the client, the, <laughs> the client base. <laughs> and like, I wonder like how the hiring process for these things are now. Because I feel, I feel like it's easier than ever to find that kind of talent and potential, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's that accessible, unless you're like fucking ninja or something. Well, see, that's the thing though is like, and I think they highlighted it enough because they made the point that at a certain point it stopped being a hotline, then it just turned into like magazines, like hey, read how to beat this shit. All right, you're not yeah. about to be calling twenty different people, and then as time <laughs> progresses, like. You know, we have YouTube, we have uh, gaming sites that have articles on how to beat stuff and they put out guides and they hire like a couple of people to make guides and then it kind of trickles. There's just less people doing it. But then like, well, there's less people getting paid to do it, really, because you can hop on YouTube now and uh, let's say like you can type in very specific parts of games and just find a random YouTuber who's done it. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And it's just like. Well, yeah, I'm not so much saying, like, oh, like, how do I beat this game? But just, like, like, niggas who, like, won these tournaments end up, like, helping companies, like, develop shit. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. is the big like, at that point in time, like, you kind of, like, like, you you couldn't be a nigga from, like, South Bend in the 80s and even be in the regional qualifier for some of these tournaments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, you kind of... Yeah had to be lucky like there probably was a nigga in you know what i mean the middle of the midwest who just didn't see the ad who probably could have smoked these niggas but so i guess my question is like is the biggest barrier just internet access now because yeah i would like to think so yeah because you know what i mean like if you got the game and you got internet you could smoke niggas all day and somebody's gonna notice Mm -hmm. so yeah um, if you're if you're really nice then yeah you you have an idea of it now because everything's already set up to have like ranking systems and uh, you can see everybody's scores. Um, like, yeah, there's 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 actually a way to know if <laughs> like if you. Yeah, it's so much easier to know how, how good you are, or like what you're good at now or where you could fit in. But then I think those kind of like mass jobs where it's like a bunch of people is like, I think I, to my knowledge, it's like game testers and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. they always going to need people to like figure out where the shit's broken and what's not working. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely way less of the advice people because everybody does it and do it now it, and all that kind of yeah. yeah for free <laughs> for free. Um, no, because I know friends who like 
go to regional like Pokemon tournaments left and right, and they announce them pretty heavily. And it's yeah, the information is is there, and then you can also see the internet is also where you'll figure out shit. I'm not that good. I had no <laughs> idea that was even an option in this game. Like fuck all that. Like I'm nowhere near where I should be to even be thinking yeah. about. <laughs> like, no, nah, like I'm working a courage up to like play DBZ Fighter Online. Like I did it once, and I was like, all right, that didn't make my self esteem too good because <laughs> like, you feel like you're at least decent right like you, you can hang with somebody and then when they just throw you around it's like oh because it's such a fast pace it really do feel like you got your ass whooped it feel like you get jumped because <laughs> it's like three niggas blasting you it's like you getting stumped out and then fucking goku comes and like kamehameha you why this nigga is piecing you up like you getting pieced up mid-air and then goku just comes in ah and then like because you can back-to-back tag team, and it, it – I like it, though. I like it because it's like, all right, I like, I got to take the L on this combo, but, like, when it ends, I have to, like, hit the arrow to, like, navigate With, out of uh, there or, like, transport. Yeah. And then, like, now I'm piecing this nigga up for, like, 30 seconds, and I got to call my squad in, and they're like, yeah. So it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hate their uh, – I hate the, the special move pad – the way they have it set up. You have to like. Because you can't press it. You have to like hold it. You mean the t- you have to use the touchpad to do specials? You can use a joystick, but e- oh, yeah, okay. I feel like I, I'm more successful using a touchpad. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, Motor Combat, it's down back square. Like, it's like DBZ, you have to hold down for a second, hold back for a second. And it's not like a down. It's not because it, even in a. Thing, it's like a motion. It's not like down back. It's like oh, like the half circles and full circle yeah. twists. Yeah, I dude, I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah, I hate that shit too. Cause I'm like, why? Cause sometimes I feel like I hold my thumbs in a weird spot to where like the half circle in my head isn't really the half circle. Like I don't know if I like hold my my hands are weird, like the way I hold the controller. But yeah, fighting games that involve like turning shit halfway, like nah, that I always fuck it up. Yeah, and it feels like a time based. Like, it's time-based so that it registers. Yeah. Because, like, all right, I know how to do the command, man, but it's, like, when I'm getting my shit, like, beat, <laughs> like, I'm just, Yeah, like, isn't it down-back to do the, the command wave? But It's, like, like, a couple different ones, but pretty much, yeah, it's down-back, but it's, like... The half circle on the stick, like, that... Ugh. If you use a touchpad, you literally got to go, like, one Mississippi, one Mississippi, or right? that mm. shit ain't going to work, instead of, like, you know, two taps. Yeah. Like, fucking Mortal Kombat or something. I'm surprised they actually incorporated the touchpad into that game. I'm glad because I probably wouldn't like this shit without it. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize I, when I was doing the little training thing that you could. But Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I do better just with like fighting and combos opposed to like trying to like blast niggas. So. Mm-hmm. But now I'm even getting my timing right on that. So it's pretty good. But anyway, back to the. <laughs> to the <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, nah, it it was good, but I guess while we we're on the fighting games, like that one was pretty cool, um, and just seeing like Mortal Kombat and like how controversial. I mean, I've known that for a while because I'm just a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and I think that was like the first game I ever like played successfully. Mm. And like that was like the one game we could always get my dad to like play with us. It was like Mortal Kombat. He fucked with re- that game heavy. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> he really loved funny. that shit. <laughs> 
Wow, I didn't I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, the same nigga that was playing that for him. <laughs> yeah. He 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 throw down with the motherfucking board. He always had his like sounds and shit too, so it was like really funny. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Uh no, I, I liked um something else that I really enjoyed from the doc was how simple it was that we got the concept for Sonic the Hedgehog. Like I yeah. like how they broke that down. They're like, Well, what do Americans like? Uh, they like they like roller coasters. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What do we? What can we put on this roller coaster type level? This seems fast. And he just drew that shit. Was in New York and started asking people on the street, "Which one of these cartoons you like?" Like, <laughs> like we would have no Sonic the Hedgehog without New York. <laughs> it might be and that like was a, awesome because he was there for to do some whole other shit. And he was like, yeah, you he know wasn't what? even there for that. Like he was just <laughs> do, taking a survey on the street. Like imagine that everybody was like, "What? What do you want? Like what? Huh? Uh, I don't know." But yeah, yeah, just oh man, I just love the simplicity, of all that stuff. Or even the guy who was like, uh, he's like, "Yeah, I didn't really fuck with anime like that. It didn't really seem like too artistic to me." And yeah, then he, and then it ended up like once Gundam came around, he's like, oh, I'm kind of inspired now. Let me, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, what? It's, I don't know. Those all those little stories connecting to bring us like, because I mean, as we as we're speaking now, Final Fantasy 16 just got announced. So I'm like, it all started with his desires with the art style and all that kind of. St- I don't know. I just like how it all connected and it still is relevant now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about those niggas. What was it? Missile attack? Uh, yeah. That game actually did look kind of fun, though. But these <laughs> niggas yeah. was uh getting rich off of what they call it, game enhancements, pack enhancements. Yeah, the enhancement pack. Well, I forget what they call them specifically, but yeah, that basically is... to make the game harder. I remember I was watching this shit, and I, I was like, soon as I was, I was like, these, I was like, that shit would have never happened today. Like these no. niggas would have got the shit suit out of him, and then like five seconds later, <laughs> midway was like, "Hold up, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they tried it. Yeah, I, I think that's fucking genius, though. They're like, the reason these games are getting boring is because they're not adapting. Everyone's figuring out the patterns. Let's make the game hard. Like what? To think yeah. to, to think to crack it open and to give the uh, the computer like you know to give it some AI like let it learn and move differently and that i think that's fucking crazy because it's like whenever i started playing pac-man when i was a kid like i always thought there were that the, there wasn't a pattern like the you know yeah the, i thought the ghosts were moving like differently every time and trying to really get me but if they if they wasn't for those guys adjusting the games the shit would really have a lot more patterns just be predictable and all that kind of stuff so that's yeah. crazy yeah, even as I was playing Ghost of Tsushima last night, like I came across like what I think was a bo- my first boss fight because just the way they like kind of set the scenes up and everything. I was like, man, I am kind of finding patterns, but he's not doing everything in the same order. So like without I don't know, all this stuff had a root like me having to really pay attention to how this this sword fighters attacking me started off with them making missile attack a little bit more difficult. <laughs> You know, I just got the craziest thought. So, like, because I've been playing DBZ fighting. I play, like, the arcade, and I usually run it back twice, mm-hmm. even if I win. And, like, especially the rounds where I win, that first rematch round is, like, they are in my shit. And I'm like, I feel like these niggas just 
took the data from that last game and adjusted. Dude, that ha- <laughs> it it has to be. It has to be. Um, but it it really kind of got me thinking. I don't know if you seen. Did you see Social Dilemma? No, I haven't watched it yet. So basically, it's talking about how they use all our data, or whatever. Like we know this, right? Like you you're on your laptop looking up PS4 head headsets, and then you go to the store and you're scrolling, and then you see an ad on your phone. So like two different devices, but it's all like your data, and it's popping up everywhere that you are on the internet. Mm. And they kind of talk about like. Yeah, your phone knows you so much that, like, we can predict when you're going to be in a good mood, when you're going to be in a bad mood. Oh, you're not on Facebook? Well, the next time you go on here, we know that you like this chick based on whatever, right? You go to her page every so often. Based on your phones, y'all in this proximity, you know her. So first thing you're going to see when you open up is a picture of her. You're going to see all her statuses for this week to keep you on here, right? So I was like, well, damn. If they can do all of this, like, predicting shit, right? And if all of our devices with our email is, like, connected and they're, like, moving it around, like, what if that shit started, like, shifting to, like, gameplay? So, like, the Hmm. games adapt to your mood and, like, that's how they fight you. And, like, because, like, let's say Ghost of Tsushima is Ghost of Tsushima, but, like, like, let's say they had, like, 20 different phrases that they would say to you. And, like, based on the data. It's, yeah, that's that's definitely... (laughs) gonna be in the realm of possibility at some point which <laughs> i is, mean it is now it's just not yeah. being applied and it's like yeah, damn yeah, yeah. like i don't want them to have that data but i'm like that could be cool honestly <laughs> i feel like it's it's happening bro because I, <laughs> I think i think i think that game last night knew i was tired as hell because like, <laughs> i was i was fighting this dude and uh i guess he learned this move called the heavenly strike right mm-hmm. and so he uses it against you and then I died a couple of times and sometimes he starts off like the first time we fought, he came out with the heavenly strike immediately. I was like, oh, shoot. And it's unblockable. So you have to move. But then when I died, I came back. He didn't start off with the heavenly strike, but we also weren't. at OK, so like he started off with the heavenly strike because we were like six feet apart, probably. Right. But then mm-hmm. when I died, I started getting in close. So I'm like, All right. What's up? Like You're not about to do that from like right in front of me. And so he fought accordingly. Like he did a couple quick jabs instead of trying to start off with the heavenly strike because i was closer and so it's just like it's definitely happening that the ai is like because they can do stuff based off a distance it can do stuff based off of whatever like there's already stuff like that happening and then to add to your point uh playstation has a patent that they were filing for so the ps5 controller i don't know if it's going to be a launch thing or at some point they filed a patent to be able to um detect who is using the controller so like when you hold it it'll be like oh alex do you want to log in versus like if you hold it like oh laquan do you want to log in whatever not only that it can like detect your sweat level and that like applies to like how stressed you are and blah 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 so like you're thinking in the right direction that they probably will have a lot more like emotion-based adjustments to things in the future and i think they wanted to file that patent whether or not we see a ps5 game that like scares you more because they know you're freaking out <laughs> or like attacks you more because they know you're tired like your beat per minute is slow and you're tired and they're like all right let's apply the pressure like <laughs> like I, I don't know but yeah it's 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 coming <laughs> damn yeah it gets real crazy because it's like man you know i damn 
I think about like sometimes when I see ads on my phone, I'm like, huh, this really caught my attention. I'm like, did I see this ad multiple times? Because they know how long you look at ads too. Because I don't know if you remember like the Galaxy 3, it was like a little icon and it basically, your phone would like dim down and then it'll brighten up when you look at the screen. So it'll be right in front of your face. But whenever your eyes moved, it knew if you were looking at the screen or not. Yep. yep and then that technology didn't disappear, but they just stopped broadcasting it. So I'm like, have they been prepping my eyes all week to see this ad? Yes. <laughs> yes, they Because it's like, how the fuck you niggas know I want Penn Station? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy this shit. You know when I see this Penn Station. Anytime I see a Penn Station ad, I'm going to get that shit. That is like the <laughs> only ad that consistently works. I'm like, half off, I'm there. I never let one pass me. So I'm like... <laughs> No, not half off. They, I want to see. I want to see that ad too. Yeah. <laughs> I go. They know a hey, Penn Station ad. Like one's ass is gonna be there. <laughs> oh man. So, um, but I'm like, well, damn. Like, you know, everything is to make money. So, like, is that where, where games go? Like, yeah, I'm playing Dragon Ball Z, and there's like a small Pepsi can in the back. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they know I live right up the street, and like, you know what I mean. Uh, it's, um, so I, I heard that, um, so the, the recent UFC game, they kind of were super direct about it. Like they, they played ads for real stuff in between like the, the rounds of the fight, hmm. like the, like round one to be over and they have like a Mountain Dew ad. And I guess like the UFC players, like the community was like, Hey, y'all got to cut that shit out. We don't like this, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even like ads that were like longer than the fake ad that would go because they they they've had ads in between rounds like mm-hmm. they make the game seem like a you know like it's a you're watching TV but I guess people were complaining that it was like um I don't want not abusive but like I guess intrusive to like like I already paid sixty bucks for this game like leave me alone trying to make me buy some fucking candy like. But I, I think I noticed like two Madden games ago, they had ads and I didn't care. Like they had some sneak. I was like, this feels like if I'm watching the fucking game, like it's like, whatever. It's kind of like, cool. It's kind of weird. I remember there's like some terrible action stealing car racing movie and it was a big Pepsi ad and I never noticed it. There's like this very dramatic fight scene on motorcycles and they like do this like race at each other like two or three times. It's very stupid. There's Pepsi like right behind it. And it, it mm-hmm. looks, I was like, man, like, this is, like, blatant advertisement. And, like, a lot of the older movies, I feel like, were like that. Where it's, like, it was blatant advertisement. You can tell this whole movie was a Pepsi ad. Yeah. But I was so young and, you know, whatever. I mean, no, nah, I mean, even the, not even just when we were younger, we didn't really notice product placement. But, like, I noticed it in the Transformers series. They had hella ads everywhere. And it was just, like, whatever. Like, because <laughs> I don't know. It, it didn't it didn't hurt me it didn't i don't know yeah but i think it gets a little bit crazier when it's like i mean watch the documentary but i I think it gets a little bit crazy when it's like because you know in the the documentary it talked about flow um and it's like progressive flow or something else no like the point in it where a game is like challenging enough but fun enough to where you just lose track of time. Like you're not really paying Oh, attention. you're talking about the gaming documentary flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, okay. And I think it gets crazy when you get into that because I'm sure 
just the way the phone does the information about like the eyes and like even in cinema like they track eye movement because it's easier for your brain to like process and so sometimes like they will break the continuity of where the motion goes to create a feeling so it's just like Mm. if all these scientists are doing this so that you can enjoy a film and like understand it and like whatever it just becomes scary because it's like well what the fuck do you really want me to do with these games like what are you what is when when it's ad dollars pushing the narrative and not like i want to make something fun and make money it's like what is ghost of like like when ghost of Tsushima becomes something political not because the game is political, but because of the people who are putting money to run the ads or whatever the fuck. I think that's when it becomes kind of a weird thing. Because nobody mm. gives a fuck if you want me to buy Pepsi. But if you're driving my attention to like this political thing, I think that's where it becomes kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, flow. And that was actually the next thing I want to talk about. I thought it was cool that like they had a name for like the damn this is hard but I keep dying but I want to keep playing and beat the level and beat the level and I was like huh flow fuck life or whatever like that's the like acronym I gave it <laughs> cuz it's like <laughs> a day will disappear on you like you look up and the whole room is pitch black cuz <laughs> yeah yeah no, that would. I'm trying to think. My earliest days of having. I, I like that you made that acronym too, because that <laughs> makes perfect <laughs> sense. Um, I feel like my early days of that would probably be Pokemon, because mm. I remember like risking, risking sleep before school, like to, you know, keep grinding out, beating a like a gym leader or whatever. And because I mean, there was the era before that where I like was playing games a lot, but I wasn't really gr- great. Like I wasn't beating them, so like I I knew when to stop. <laughs> like when mm-hmm. I was young, but like when you get a little older, you kind of start figuring stuff out. And then they added the backlit screen to the Game Boy SP. It's like, yep, I have a light. I can hide in my bed. I'm gonna keep grinding. Like I'm I'm in the I'm in the zone right now. And then that's that's what made me. That's what I thought of when they said flow. I was like, oh, it's like when you're in the zone. Like when you got the hot hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they didn't highlight it, but games specifically, like, not track, but they, one, you get incentive for flow, and then two, they highlight it. So, like, let's say, like, you're playing Madden, right? And you get an interception, whatever. Your player is, like, on fire. Like, you can see, like, the the X under their their feet, like, is, like, glowing or whatever a little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. And like that's part of like, hey, you're you're in the, you're, you're in the zone right now. Whatever you're doing, you're doing hot. And then your player like becomes a little bit faster, or like the likelihood that you like force a fumble is a little bit heightened because like you're in the zone. So it's interesting how like we no, go from yeah. flow of like you feel good, but then like now it's like incentive based, or like your character does something cooler or better. Like it like keeps piling up the flow, and you're just you know. It sucks you into it even more, like when they incentivize nah, it. that's a great point because I just thought of, I just got like all the montages of like NBA streets, like niggas like on glowing and breaking the rim, or like <laughs> yeah. when I was playing Lord of the Rings, like it's like perfect, 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 and then like your sword turn like catches on fire, and, like uh-huh. everybody you cut is like exploding and like running and shit like that. Even um when we was playing Apex, and he was like, oh, the dude got a red Evo shield, like oh fuck, like. Niggas is just 
Well, I don't it's know going going nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's go getting hella damage. Like he's just going crazy. So yeah, no, that's uh and then I like the games like and it might be more of an older thing, but I feel like the music would change and like Yeah. Um, yeah, so music intensifies or like some games just straight up have like combo in the top right corner and sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. They just tell Run you that how, shit up. Yeah, they're like, look <laughs> at what you're doing. Like, you've killed twenty people and no one sets to you. Like they're just put that shit in your face so mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting how flow evolved into incentive and it became its own <laughs> advertisement for you mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's real yeah any other uh major points on that on that film that you can think of um i mean i just like to say that it was really inspiring like if nothing else like mm-hmm. it just made me feel like i need to use all my brain power because you just got these regular dudes who just had an idea and ran with it when the technology didn't exist you know what i'm saying so like for us it's like most of the stuff we can dream we can do like it's there there's some vehicle or some book we can crack open to figure it out or i mean there's a lot of things there's still to be made or thought of for sure but if those guys could dream up things that just weren't there or like the technology wasn't there or people thought it was a, a fad and like a waste of time to even try it or try to be the best at it i think the i mean there's few bigger industries than video games as it is like it was probably just what the music industry is mm-hmm. the only comparable thing no, it was like, actually bigger than music and film they said that in a documentary okay so yeah yeah like it's, it's, the it's, it's the it's the biggest <laughs> thing in the fucking world so these people revolutionized it all with just you know casual desires or they didn't even know what they were gonna do with it like just tinkering everybody did their part that romero dude is a fucking legend i didn't even know uh john romero or i think his name was the guy who made doom yeah he's a fucking legend because first person shooters is literally (laughs) that's all video games are now if it's Mm. not sports it's first person shooters now and they they had people playing doom online in the in the 90s like what like i didn't know that that's one thing i want to ask you did you play Doom on a computer? No, I never have. Oh man, I sucked at it because I was still pretty young. But I remember watching my brother play it, playing it, and I love watching that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it always just felt so cool. Like, damn, like it's monsters and shit, and it's just like you don't know what's around the corner. Um, so yeah, I think um, that's dope as fuck. I, I also, even though I didn't really care for the um, episode that much speaking back to the point of like yeah just just fucking make shit happen mm-hmm. i feel like the role playing episode was the perfect example of that because niggas was like yeah i'm gonna just go to this like printer and print this you know story on paper like it's a video game on paper <laughs> basically dude and there's so much was left up to imagination like yeah rolling these 50 sided die and just like oh you're a wizard and this and this and that on paper and then it, yeah the evolution of rpgs i didn't really know it like that and i th- that, I thought that was really awesome yeah so um but yeah man uh i thought it was really dope i'm probably there might be some parts that i rewatch just to or even i do want to do some further research on like because they, they stopped it they stopped at a good point because they kind of hinted at certain things but i mean they still could have gone into like when Sony pulled up with the PlayStation and like there's so, and then when they transferred from cartridges to CDs, like even that concept, like there's so many other things that they could 
Yeah, because they kind of. I didn't know Sega yeah. had a CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it. Yeah, there's so much they could do. And even saying Sega CD, I kind of can remember hearing it as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. I was so young. But like hearing Sega CD, I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. But yeah, I didn't know that. We had the cartridge. And we went from that to PlayStation. And I remember that Christmas like yesterday. Like I remember we were like opening gifts and my dad was kind of being a dick. I'm like, why is he being a dick? Why is he? He was like, boy, get in here and clean this room. And my brother was like, what? <laughs> and then he was like, what? You done made this mess? And my dad was like, tripping. And then mm-hmm. Mark was like, what mess? And then the TV was set up with the PlayStation. And all I hear is, <laughs> So then, like, my brother, my other brother runs in there and, like, they're getting excited. I don't know what the fuck a PlayStation is, but I'm excited because these niggas are excited. I don't even remember. Oh, we have Mortal Kombat. Yep. Oh, Mortal wow. Kombat's always been, like, <laughs> the game. <laughs> it's always been there. Yeah. So, uh, yep. That was probably, like, the first game I think we had on it. Damn. Yeah. What a time. Yeah, man. So, um, that's what's up. Well, hopefully, uh, this Christmas is similar. If uh, there's enough, <laughs> yeah. If there, if there's enough PS5s out there to go around, yeah, perfect, it. perfect <laughs> transition. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, man, this shit was ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about talk about your experience trying to pull up on Best Buy's website without it blowing up. Yeah, man, I didn't even know. Um, they were releasing this shit. <laughs> so I was kind of like, are None you sure? None of us did. None are of you us sure did. we can get one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was, this was, I haven't heard of a pre-order this messy ever. This was bad. They didn't tell us when. It just was there. Like, nah, that was horrible. And I, I think I would be okay with like a, oh, it's out, go get it. But I don't think that's what it was supposed to be. It was like, oh, Walmart did it? Well, shit, we going to do it too then. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I think that's the thing that kind of pissed me off about it because it was like, oh, well, shit, if they doing it, I'm a. So it was just kind of like. Because I feel like if it was like, all right, everybody, Tuesday, 5 p.m., we're doing it, I think it would have been like, oh, shit, the PS5 is available. Niggas would have been like, oh, shit, yeah, we can, boom. So I probably could have got one. And yeah, it just. And it's sad because last week or two weeks ago, whenever that last press conference was, they're like, don't worry, the the pre-order date won't be a surprise. Not just going to be dropped on your head. We'll tell you when it's available. And it didn't happen <laughs> that way. So what did what did Sony have to say about that? I don't know if they've done a formal apology yet. They just let them fucking mess happen. All they've <laughs> done is say that, oh, we do have the quantity of PlayStations we expect to have. Don't worry. Like, nothing's shortened. But... They need to make up for the fact that they said there wasn't going to be a surprise, and it was, and no one can get one. Everyone's shitty. Like this is horrible. But yeah, I mean, yeah, as as, as we, as we like speak though, but as we speak though, Microsoft said the today was the day you could pre-order the Xbox, and it is, and it wasn't a surprise. But people are still having trouble like on the websites. Like it's the same kind of fiasco is going on right now as we speak. So yeah, I think everybody's struggling right now. It's not just Sony, but. Microsoft gave everybody a heads up and they're still not doing a good job with this. So, yeah, but at least it was like defined and like, you know, because yeah. you know, it's going to sell out. And that, I really didn't want to have to go to the store and like fight niggas for a fucking PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not that deep, bro. Like, I'll play Miles Morales Spider Man whenever I, I get to it, man. I'm, yeah, I'm not losing my mind over it. Yeah, I don't need nobody like snatching nothing from me or like 
you know, trying no. to stick me up in the parking lot. Yeah, don't don't put that COVID sweat on me over a PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, any other updates from it outside of the price or whatever? Um, no, nah, there. Yeah, I haven't seen a formal apology. Microsoft's pre-orders are kind of a mess right now too. Um. The other big gaming news I saw is that um, Microsoft bought out the company Bethesda, mm-hmm. and that's fucking huge. <laughs> like, what is that? Because they uh, Bethesda makes Skyrim and Fallout, and yeah, Bethesda makes a bunch of huge games. Mm-hmm. So if they are exclusive to Microsoft, that means Xbox will finally have some like incentive for people to like go over there because everybody loved them some Elder Scrolls and shit. So. That's this is the, this is probably the biggest gaming news in a couple of years actually that they actually have Bethesda in their grasp. So yeah, because I've been meaning to play some more of those games, but if they're only available on Xbox, which would be fucking nuts, uh, you know, we'll see. But I feel I feel away because I feel like I really just started enjoying having a PS4. Um, and I feel like I have to get the PS5 because I don't know when I fuck I will be able to get one. And I'm now I'm in a weird position because I feel like I don't want to keep buying games because if I get the PS5, I'm going to get a lot of shit that I was going to get anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, well, I mean, to be honest, like Dragon Ball Z and Apex could probably hold me to the release. It could probably help me for a minute. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing is like there's so many games on this that I have yet to finish that I'm like, whatever. <laughs> if I can't if I can't transfer them to the PS5 and I have it, that would suck. Or if I just don't get the PS5 until like spring, like fine. Like I still have like fifteen games I need to beat on here anyway. Yeah. So I'm I'm chilling. Um the PSN or what what did I get? PS now? Uh nah. PS now is like it's the equivalent of Netflix, but for PlayStation games. Okay. I, I I don't think you got that. You got you you're just on PlayStation Plus. Does that transfer? Yeah, that'll carry okay. over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's which if you have PlayStation Plus, you get all those games like Prince of Persia, the remaster, and like all that other shit, right? So PlayStation Plus, yeah, on the PS5 is you're gonna get like PS4 Grand- classics. For mm-hmm. free with places like God of War and like a couple other. Like, it was some good games. Um, yeah, it was it was some good ones. I, I, I like that because like it's it's perfect for somebody like you. Like you, you're just now in this ecosystem. You want those games, but if you happen to get a PS5, the value increases because instead of spending like fifty dollars for God of War, fifty dollars for Horizon, fifty dollars for something else, just drop the five hundred and then you can have those like ready to go. Just download them. Like that's that's great so you can catch up with this 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 era yeah um are they were they selling a disc or was it just the the or the ones without the disc because i feel like whenever i hopped online i only seen the um, the 500 dollar one yeah and it could have just been sold out yeah they uh, people i think people probably just wanted the discless one honestly and you know i was talking shit about like it being an entertainment center but i was like you know what the fuck what (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? I haven't put a DVD in shit in a minute. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got to be able to play CDs and DVDs. And I was like, I watch Netflix. Yeah, everybody's streaming now, man. Like, The one yeah. thing I thought, though, is like, there's a couple games in my my um, catalog that I paid discounted for because they were, you know, somebody traded them into GameStop or whatever. And I'm like, if I get the discless one, I can only get discounts if Sony decides I get a discount. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, because I also don't always play the latest game when it comes out. Like, I'm not that dude. Like, like we've been making fun of, you know, uh, Dez in the group chat because like every time a game comes out, he has it. And it's funny, but it's like, you know, he's got the money, he's got the desire, fuck it. But, like, for me, it's like, whether or not I've had the money or desire, like, it'd be, like, five games I'm only, like, a quarter of the way through when the next, the latest and greatest comes out. So I'm not always, like, caught up. Like, Ghost of Tsushima is, like, the first game in a while where I'm, like, not six months behind everybody else. Yeah. You know? Um. So, yeah, that's why I also am, like, if I get the one with the CD drive, if I get a, a game that comes out like a year and a half later and I save 30 bucks, cool. Because I would, wouldn't would be afforded that opportunity if I only have the disc base or the no, the digital version. And it's $100 then it's like more, right? The CD drive one is $100 more, yeah. Yeah, because even if you get, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Cause, it's, cause, it's, cause not we, imp- it's not the worst idea ever to just get the, because I do have a lot of games that are just, downloaded but the idea of not being able to just pull up to walmart and get the 30 dollar game that i was kind of interested in but it's still 50 dollars on the store online i don't want to just cut that out of my options yeah because then then too i was like oh well you know a hundred dollars how many games is that but that's like four like eh, you could you could find four games especially mm-hmm. if you're not paying shit right away yeah so because i'm not like a i've never played demon soul ever it looks interesting, and I'm like, eh, maybe two years from now I'll go grab it at the store for forty instead of <laughs> seventy. Like, yeah. it's not a game that I'm familiar with, but I'm interested. So there's a lot of stuff. That, like even like Ratchet and Clank, I got it for Christmas, but I didn't get it when it came out. Like, and I'm sure my mom only spent like twenty five on it. I mean, it was only like forty when it came out, but like, I can look at a lot of my games and realize there was some discount applied if I have it on disc. Yeah. Like, because I didn't get it the day it came out, unless it was like Uncharted or Kingdom Hearts, which was a huge fucking mistake. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Just something to think about. Interesting times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, the pod needs one, and I think we both voted that you are, you're gonna get it because I'm just still learning the menus. oh man (laughs) last night was a fiasco (laughs) oh man i was like what is the best way to explain this to him and i also like i was so tired bro because like this whole not eating how i normally eat just had me just exhausted and irritated i was like i only have enough energy for a little bit of apex i don't know if i have enough energy to do customer support right now (laughs) (laughs) oh man and then my brother was like yeah i'm already in the party i'm like no you're not i was like oh my god this is i can't do this right now (laughs) yeah i probably sent you an invite like 20 times trying to (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like cutting up Mongols and Sushima, and then I see Laquan invited you. Laquan invited you. Laquan, Laquan. I'm like, oh my gosh, please. <laughs> well, I thought I was going to get like a, you know, chink chink, like a little noise or something. Like, all right. No, it just kind of disappears. They should change that to where you there's a confirmation on your end that the invite went out. Yeah, so I was like, all right. It's well. just quiet. It just stops. It's like, oh. But your thing was full, and that's why. Um, or at least that's what it said. I, I think that's why. And it then you were telling me that. that. Like, there was no one in my party. That's why I was so. I was like, there's no one here. Like, what do you. Yeah. And then it, it was does saying. That sometimes. Like, the whole party chat concept. I was just like, I don't know what the hell you mean. I'm in the game, bro. I'm in the game. <laughs> yeah, I just assumed you knew that by now because you had played with Dez and them. But, I, yeah. No. I just. I assumed your month of gaming had been <laughs> like way different. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but at, at least you starting to figure some shit out here and there. Yeah. So uh, that was cool, though. What did you think? Um, well, I guess I should say what I thought gaming. It was cool. I liked uh, playing with y'all. I felt like I feel like I get more kills when I'm playing with strangers, but I think I just play different. Cause I'm just like. I don't know what these niggas going to do, but I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. But I feel, also feel like even though I might get a kill, I feel like my team doesn't last as long. Yeah, there's something about, like, you, you're just more coordinated with your friends in general. That's like, all right, these niggas can aim. These niggas can shoot. Like, even just like, oh, you need the high power thing. Or like, oh, yeah, nigga, take the shield because you're probably going to be shooting. And I'm probably going to be just trying to knock niggas down or even just like oh knock them down don't kill them like oh that makes sense because it's probably somebody else around the corner yep your random teammates might not even think say like that to you because they'll either think you already know or they just don't care or whatever Mm -hmm. so um yeah and that's something i kind of always thought i was like should i kill this nigga but i'm like well i don't want him to get healed back up but it's just like well you can't do shit so and for the longest time i thought you could heal yourself Oh yeah. So I was like, uh, uh-uh, nigga. Like, so there actually is one item. There's a self revive shield that you can pick yourself back up, but it takes it's super long to use, and everybody can see when you got it. Like your shield is gold, so it's like, oh, this nigga is gonna try to get up when I'm not looking. Psych. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There is one item, but if you don't have that other, yeah, somebody's gotta pick you up. Yeah. So um, I'm probably gonna now, play when we get off. Um, shit, I'll, I'll run some. All right, bet. Yeah, cause. I'm I'm excited to just like play some more and. No, I felt good to play that because I've been, literally every time I sit down I play Ghost, bro. I fucking love this game. Like this mm. is my game of the year, bro. I Ghost of Tsushima is so good. Mm. They keep finding some new little way to excite me, man. Like because yesterday was that like, I, I literally was doing a side mission, but it turned into like two. Okay, let me yeah, let me explain this properly because this shit was so dope. So there's these side missions that are like called Mystic Tales or Mythic Tales, mm-hmm. where somebody will tell you like a like a you know some urban legend kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so the dude was talking about like the the fastest swordsman in all of Tsushima. He used to be able he he could fight faster than lightning because he had a technique called the Heavenly Strike, and he was like killing these beasts that would only show up when there was like thunderstorms and stuff i was like wow this is cool and then uh so the dude was like go to the place where there's like trees that have white leaves and you'll be able to find this and this and this so you can find the white trees there's mongols there you kill them whatever and then you get more clues to find the the the, um oh so i guess somebody in tsushima now wants to learn the heavenly strike technique and so you got to find him 
so he doesn't learn it or like kill him so he can't use it because he's like trying to help the Mongols and shit. Yeah. So you go, you go to the place with the white trees, you kill some Mongols, whatever, you get clues, you're like, oh, he's over there on the beach. So you go to the beach and you see like there's hella people he killed like in this like dueling ring and there's like thunder is going on like while you're on this little quest to find this dude who's like learned the heavenly strike. So it's just, there's these white trees with the leaves falling. There's like a random thunderstorm and you're like on this tail to figure out the this urban legend whatever so you get to the beach you don't you you don't see him you're like hmm, there's blood everywhere though so he must have just killed somebody so while jen is saying that to himself the dude pulls up he's like what's good and you're like what's up <laughs> so like, <laughs> there's just like these white leaves falling there's a thunderstorm in the background y'all are just like swords up ready to go and then uh you're talking shit like you shouldn't even have the uh the heavenly strike technique he's like yeah i'll show it to you and then he just comes out swinging and he's moving fast as hell and jen's like oh man he's kind of fast and then so i'm just in this boss fight in this storm and all that i'm like what this is just a, a side mission like this is so crazy yeah like, yeah there's like swords in the ground blood everywhere these leaves are falling there's a thunderstorm and you're on the edge of this beach uh, cliff and just like what this is just and then and when uh, when I won I learned the heavenly strike I was like this is so fucking dope and that was just a side mission like this isn't even pushing the story forward I just did all this to learn a new move like what see I don't know man it that game just every time I sit down you can and you can bro you can make haikus and then the haikus go on your headband and then they like each headband is based off the haiku that you make and you don't have to make the same haiku. Like, there's so many options. It it's this game is amazing, bro. I don't know. It's hella fun. I'm gonna have to tap in. Um, I should be getting paid soon, so I think I'll get that. Um, cause I'm almost done with Uncharted. So bet yeah. bet bet. Yeah, I probably finish that. I won't even say this week, cause I don't know. I had to fight the urge to play Uncharted this week. I that's my favorite series. So sometimes I'll be wanting to just hop into random parts of it. Yeah, because, yeah, we finna find this gold and shit, so. But, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's all, all I got. got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's call it an episode, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hopefully you got the system of your choice, if not both, with these pre-orders. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace.